Welcome, you're listening to Making Difference Count, a podcast from Inclusio Original Series. Today, we are joined by the co-founder of Black and Irish, Leon Diop. Black and Irish is a nonprofit organization that focuses on improving the lives of Black and mixed-race Irish people in Ireland. The organization actively works within different sectors, such as education, business, politics, community, media, and entertainment. For Black and Irish, the aim really is to create a more equal and inclusive Ireland. Today, I am delighted to be joined by Leon. I hope you enjoy this as we talk about identity, terminology, and challenges that Leon has faced leading Black and Irish. I've never thought about the concept of being Black and Irish till I heard of what you're doing with Black and Irish. Being in the direct provision, it felt like what I was trying to attain was to be Irish. I still didn't understand the power in terminology. I want to say thank you. (laughs) I want to say thank you for bringing to light the power and the importance of terminology. As we talk about identity and we talk about terminology, I want to ask you, what does being Black and Irish mean to you as a person? It is. It's always a strange one to answer. But I feel like it's it's accepting that, you know, one, I- Irishness is, is more than just being, like, white. It's about accepting, you know, every, everything yeah. about you. Like, Irishness is a very, very peculiar thing, isn't it? Like, when, when you go over to, when you go to different parts of the world, you you see that being Irish is, is I don't know, it's like it's, something special about it it's it's unique it's something special and I feel like that shouldn't just be like exclusive for you know the white community living in Ireland like um you know it it doesn't matter what color you are I I, Irish anyone can can be Irish you know and that that's that's ultimately it it's 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 fighting back against that denial of our identity it's it's making a stand and and that's what like when I say I'm I'm black and Irish it's it's about me it, it, it is really me making a statement about my Irishness yeah um you, you know as it's it's been it's been challenged a lot you, you know it's been challenged whenever when I was younger and people would ask me like where are you from you, you know I'm from Ireland you, you know and their face kind of screws up and they're like no no where where are you really from you know yeah. and I've, I've had that in the kind of joking way of <laughs> no, like not seriously like you don't need to you don't need to pretend around me yeah um you know, I've had it, and then I've had it in the very serious, like, no, like, no, you're not Irish. Like, I know you're lying to me. Just tell me where you're, where you're from. So, and like, I can absolutely accept when people ask me that question, you know, maybe ask like, oh, well, what's your ethnicity or what's your heritage or whatever. Um, but, but naturally I don't, I don't like my identity being challenged. <laughs> you know, if I tell you, this is who I am, I, I don't necessarily want you to, to, you know, throw um, doubt over or cast doubt over it. In, in, in a very long-winded way, what I'm trying to say is, you know, saying that I'm Black and Irish, like saying I am Black and Irish is me saying, uh, is me accepting myself, is me accepting all of Absolutely. me. Um, and I'm making a statement to, about my Irishness. Why is this so important for Ireland right now that we have an organization like Black and Irish? I think it's important because, like, if if it's not done now, then then, then when is it going to be done? Um, like, I feel like Ireland is is at a very, despite 
you know, mass immigration happening in Ireland over the last 30 years, we're still at a very early stage of our journey in terms of how we have racial relations in our country, how we view racism, how we interpret and interact with racist policies and structures. And if we don't deconstruct them now and, and put in the right structures and put in the, the right um and put down the right path for us to, to go down, you know, more than likely we will end up going down the path of the likes of the UK and the US where, you know, racism and structural racism in, in particular is so embedded in their culture uh, and so embedded in in their their ways that it will take a really long time for them to deconstruct that. Whereas I don't feel like we, we, we need to necessarily, I don't feel like we have to deconstruct too much in comparison to the US and the UK. There is, a, is, there is stuff there to, to deconstruct in terms of like structural racism. However, what we need right now is for us to accept the people who, who are here and who are yet to come here and view them as, as our own. Like, you know, that Irish mentality is, is renowned around the world, you know, how, um, you know, we're the country of 100,000 welcomes and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like we, we really need to start living that, you know, yeah. and because if, if we don't, um, what, what is to say we won't end up like some of our neighbors who have very problematic uh, structures and, you know, policies in, in place. And, and like, look, I, f- I feel like what's ahead of us, I, don't, I feel like we, we shouldn't focus on that. What we should focus on is the path that we can lay out in front of us, is, is what we can do. Um, I feel like Ireland can be a global leader in terms of diversity and inclusion. Absolutely. I, I feel like we have the scope and we have the means and we haven't gone too far down a certain path for us to say, okay, well, like, look, we let's decide that we are the gold standard of how, you know, multiple ethnicities and a multi- multicultural society should should, fun- uh, should function. And I, I think if, if, if we do that, we will make this country a, a much more pleasant place to be. Um, so, so yeah, so that, that's why I think Black and Irish is, is, is important. Um, I feel like for us to be able to diversify our various functions in our society, such as education and business, and, y- y- you know, an- anecdotally, we know that there are very little Black teachers in Ireland, yeah. but we have a multitude of Black students. Um, anecdotally, we can see that there are very little Black Gardaí. Um, I know we don't have much statistics on, on either of those two sectors, but what we do know is that like look around you can't really see them anywhere like i think i've only seen like two black rd in my entire life we, we have statistics to show us that there is a significant gap in the labor market in terms of you know the black community being able to access the labor market with pre-covid levels or pre-covid pandemic we were uh, our unemployment levels were between five and eight percent for white people up to 13% for the Roman traveling community and 43% and actually up to 63% for some black communities in, in Ireland. So th- those, that, that disparity is, is massive and that's not stemming from, you know, um, communities not wanting to work or not wanting to contribute to society or, or, or anything like that. It's, it's coming down to how we are hiring people in Ireland and how businesses are run. And they're running ways that are non-diverse and non-inclusive. And I feel like if we open our doors and if we say, okay, well, we're going to make a conscious effort to have diverse and inclusive um, workplaces, they will see that they will absolutely see the benefits of it. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going through the, the different areas of society that we work in. And those are education, business, uh, politics, community, media, and entertainments. What we need to do is, is build the spaces where representation can can really shine and then hope that that you know fully or better integrates in, into wider our society 
what are the challenges that you faced pushing for for this vision? Uh, there's a couple of challenges that, that I've, I've faced that like stem from various aspects of both the sentimental of, of what I'm trying to do and then from the actual operational of what I'm trying to do. So um, when people look at Black and Irish who are not, like essentially who are racist, like, you know, who, you know, disagree with with what we stand for, who disagree that you can be, um, you know, black and Irish, who, like, don't believe that black people should be in Ireland. Um, you know, that it, it can be tough, you know, to continuously receive messages telling you or, or like, uh, just giving you crap, essentially, <laughs> you, you know, uh, to, to put it bluntly, like, you, you know, I've received like letters saying that I'm about to receive, uh, that basically a lot of trouble is going to come my way, that I, like, I've received solicitor's letters. <laughs> um, I've received, um, you know, like I've received a couple of death threats uh, from a side of like what, what we're trying to achieve and having people like kind of chub barriers and blockades to that. Um that's not a nice one. And then, you, you, you know, trying to get everyone to your side as well. It can be tough, you know, it, it, like it, it, it can be, um, it can be hard at times to, to try and, you know, to have to sit down and convince someone why they shouldn't dislike you or why they shouldn't hold biases against you. You know, it's kind of like, why are we having this conversation? Like, why should I have to explain to you? But I feel like if we don't, then it just will never happen. You know, I, I feel like people have enough going on in their life to feel like they have to go out and try and understand and recognize the problems of others. So, yeah, you, you know, I don't want my kids growing up in a society that's racist or in a society that racial biases are, are able to go unchecked. So yeah, that's why I want to, to work on this stuff. Um, from an operational side then, like naturally, um, you know, setting up any organization can, can, can be tough. Um, but yeah, like, you know, lead, leading a team of 13 people, um, I'm 27. When I was running the student union, I was 24 and 25. Realistically, I always had someone kind of there in the form of student union staff to kind of like guide me along and, you know, say, well, like, look, this is how you should handle this. Or, you know, you never were really on your own. Of course, you know, you had to make some decisions, but, you know, it was never without, the, you know, the guidance of really tenured uh really helpful people who really believe in the students union now i'm able to access that in running black and irish but not as readily as the students union because I, I don't have paid uh you know staff who are kind of advising me along the way so it's a it, it is different like running you're running an organization like um it's it's a lot of people management and not just people management, but like understanding people and like understanding what gets them motivated and what keeps them ticking and, you know, what helps them to enjoy their work. Because ultimately with, with Black and Irish, I want anyone who's working with Black and Irish to wake up and go, I'm really excited for what I'm going to do with Black and Irish today. Or I'm really happy yes. with, you, you know, the work that I'm doing. I feel fulfilled. I don't, like, yeah. I don't want anyone, like, I don't want anyone to feel like the work that they're doing is not important or the work that you're doing is is not relevant to them because then yeah. they won't give it their all you know um so it's it's a bit like that that can take up a lot of time naturally that's time that we could be spent you know building up the organization or finding more strategic partners that we could work with yeah. to, to you know further our, our, our goals and stuff 
when you think about the future, when you think about the vision for the future for Ireland, what's that? What do you think for you as a, as as a person, but as a leader as well? What's the goal? What do you see in terms of um, vision for the future? So in five years, I think we'll be in a space where our education system has been really uh, transformed into a much more inclusive, um, much better education system, both in terms of how our teachers are trained to deal with diversity and deal with and, and ensure they are inclusive of everyone in their class, and also with the material that people are, are learning. Um, I feel like when I was in college or when I was in school, the material was very one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quite harmful uh, towards the black community, but I feel like where we're going w- will, be, will be much better. In terms of um, business and politics, I'd hope to see increased representation across the board. Um, I'd like to see a lot more like black leadership in businesses, not just, you know, your everyday run of the mill. Our, our, our organization is diverse, but like everything below uh, or everything above mid management is, is, is white. Um, you know, that's not really diversity. That's, you might have a diverse organization and, you know, general operatives, but you know, is, is your organization diverse throughout and is it inclusive throughout? Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think I think we will see a lot more a, a lot more strides in that space, and then in the creative arts as well. I I, I think we'll we'll begin to recognise the just the talents that we have in the Black and Irish community a lot better. We'll see them represented more um, on our screens and on our radios, and yeah, more likely. I'm already on, seeing that. I'm so <laughs> yeah. proud. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No. So that that's you, you know ultimately where, where where I see us going. For me, it's really important that um, we're in a space where we're not still trying to prove to people that it's important. We're now having conversations of the details. We're not trying to convince you that it's important to have an inclusive environment, that it's beneficial for everybody. We're not trying to, we all understand that this is important for business, for people. And that, you know, we're now focused on, okay, what do we need? We need the tools. What do we need? We need the data. What do we need? We need the training, specific training. What do we need? We don't, we can't be afraid to have certain uncomfortable conversations because, you know, um, we don't want to face the reality because really and truly there's nothing wrong with acknowledging um, a problem. It's the steps forward. Are we going to make those steps forward? Are we just going to step over it? And the problem is stepping over it. going to run through the three questions that we like to ask all our guests which one of your values drive the work that you do i'm i'm a big fan of justice like very uh keen on on seeing uh justice prevail um you know and i feel like we, we will have a just society when when we are fully inclusive and and when we have that that equality throughout what's the strangest question someone has ever asked you about the work that you do with black and irish i had a funny one a little while ago from a family member saying like would you not call it irish and black and it like i i was just like uh, it wasn't necessarily a question coming from a bad place so it was just like why is that important like what i i 
I, I just couldn't comprehend what why they had asked. Like in real like and I never really thought about it. why why didn't we call it Irish and black? I feel like black and Irish kind of rolls off the tongue a bit better. Um when you look at it alphabetically as well, B comes for I. You know, I think they were kind of hinting that it was a white family member. So they were kind of I think they were kind of in the line of you know, you're kind of putting your blackness over your Irishness and mm. it's not the case, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. black and Irish, you know. It's it's but what we're not trying to prove is that we're Irish but we're also black mm. <laughs> you know I think that's pretty obvious uh, what we're trying to prove is that we're, we're black or we're mixed race and that we're, and that we're Irish so yeah. it's black and Irish so what do you do as a leader as a person when you are faced with resistance um, when faced with, with adversity I, I do need like I do need to take time to just sit back and, and remember why, I, why I'm doing this and remember you know you know that remember my why essentially and when I do that, it makes the adversity a bit more bearable. Naturally, it's it's tough, like, do you know what I mean? But I feel like if you're going to be doing this stuff, you need to be tough. You can't be you can't be a change agent and be someone who is going to be meek or be someone who uh, folds whenever things get, like, things will be tough, you know? And, and that's something that, I, tr- I strive for myself and I strive for with my team that they understand that, you know, things will be a challenge, but we're ready to rise to it. Um, and I feel like that's what helps us get through adversity. Thank you for listening to this episode of Making Difference Count and a special thank you to our guest, Leon. If you'd like to be updated on all the great work that Black and Irish is doing, you could head over to their website at www.blackandirish.com. To stay connected with all our content at Inclusio, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Have a great day.